amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to read you. Then I wake up Tsunami preview brought to you by TV Guide. And tonight we got a marathon. So, let's get into it first. It's the new episode of Dragon Ball Super at 11. On Dragon Ball Super. The greatest showdown of all time. The ultimate survival battle. Run. Hey, don't go back. Then. Uh, the marathon. Pep- Pepperoni and Koichi Raider merged to form Anizala, the most powerful warrior from Universe 3. And Universe 7 warriors conduct a full attack on the warriors from Universe 11. On Dragon Ball. Oops, I skipped one. On Dragon Ball Super. The tournament nears its end. As its strongest contestants from the 7th and 11th universes fight. On Dragon Ball Super, with the final showdown approaching, Goku and friends try to make an advantage over their rivals. And by the way, this isn't like your typical marathon where it's like a whole bunch of episodes in order. It's more of a best of the current uh, arc or whatever. On Dragon Ball Super, Frieza teams up with Gohan. Uh, to fight against Dispo. Or maybe it is. I'm not sure. On Dragon Ball Super. Goku and Vegeta continue their battle with Yuren. Well, Android 17 and Soap fight. On Dragon Ball Super. It loads. Sorry, <laughs> 
Increasingly desperate as Tope gives up everything for survival. And Supports victory. Ah, Dragon Ball Super. Vegeta maintains his determination to defeat Eater no matter what. On Dragon Ball Super, a transcendent limit break. Autonomous Ultra Instinct Mastered. And on Dragon Ball Super, the greatest showdown of all time the ultimate survival battle. That's your Teen MFV for this week. So, now on to Steve. And we got some uh, wrestling news and views for you. Let's start off first with uh, this little piece of bizarro headline. World Class Revolution. That's a wrestling promotion. It's very proud to announce Oklahomania 4, November 3rd, 2019. It will be the professional wrestling debut of former Major League Baseball superstar Jose Canseco. They'll also present the first Oklahomania Jose Canseco home run derby on November 2nd, 2019 in Ardmore, uh, Oklahoma, the Ardmore Regional Park, where a portion of the proceeds to be donated to Carter Country Toys for Tots. Jose is without a doubt one of the greatest athletes professional baseball has ever seen, being the first ever 40 home run, 40 stolen base athlete in history. He was the American League MVP six times, six times, six times, six times, six times, six times time All-Star, two-time World Series champion, and hit an amazing 462 home runs in his career. Uh, you can uh, see his uh, wrestling day, but if you prefer, November 3rd, 2019 is World Class Revolution. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, presents Oklahoma 4 live in Ardmore, Oklahoma, on uh, or on pay-per-view streaming live at Fight TV. Our concept of combining all forms of entertainment together has proven to be our calling card. November 3rd, we changed the game in multiple ways. You do not want to miss the fourth, Oklahoma. Now, this is the same promotion who freaked out the wrestling community last year after making it appear as though Farrah Abraham would be getting into the business. They later, later announced it was a misunderstood student, misunderstanding, but the promotion insists this Conseco announcement is legit, too legit to quit. 
and uh, not uh, BS. We shall soon see. Uh, we have somewhat some sad news. Rick Bognan, who portrayed the fake Razor Ramon, passed away at the age 49. Uh, let's see, what else is happening in the realm of Prothetional Rathman? Uh, there we go. Uh, even Uh, Candice LeRae says she is worried about getting signed by WWE due to her intergender independent wrestling matches. Ooh. That's right. We'll get you the story. As soon as it pops up. My God, it does pop up now. That's right. I just gave the uh, gave the tease, and now we're getting to the meat and two veg. Uh, the number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship, Candice LeRae, was a recent guest on Lillian Garcia's Chasing Glory podcast. And during the interview, Candace opened up about her popularity for intergender matches on the indie pro wrestling circuit. She recognizes that the top of inter- the topic of intergender wrestling is a controversial subject amongst pro wrestling fans, and she was under the impression that such controversy would disqualify her from someday working with the WWE. Um. This was her quote. I kind of felt like I was shooting myself in the foot in the independence because I was doing that the type of wrestling that was not necessarily accepted by everyone. Not that it was bad, but it, but I was a woman wrestling men, and that's not for everybody, and I totally understand both sides of the story, but I found what I was doing was inspiring and helping other people. I had men and women coming up to me at shows, almost in tears, telling me that my wrestling empowered them to get uh, into a horrible situation. And so I do understand a company here not wanting to promote the violence of opposite genders, and I do understand people's take on it as us supporting domestic violence. But I always thought, I always viewed it as, I am a woman who has put herself in that situation. I am asking for this. I want to be treated as an equal, as an equal competitor. I am putting myself in this scenario because I want to empower myself, and I think I found that a lot of people found so much good in that. And I worry because I didn't understand that a company like WWE can't necessarily promote that, and I understand the reason for it. But I didn't know whether or not they wanted to sign someone who is the poster child of intergender wrestling on the independents, end quote. Candace continued on, mentioning the positive impact her matches have had on young girls when standing up to bullies like her niece. LeRae revealed she's always been headstrong and committed to showing people that women are capable of doing things just as well as men. That's right. Just as much. But we wish her luck. Yes, we do. Yes, we do, la diddly do Now, as uh, Jay mentioned yesterday, I do believe, on uh, on our uh, little big show, 
that um, uh, the um, uh, AEW was going to be on live, but now apparently isn't in uh, England. And uh, we have somewhat of that report. Can we do we have that uh, report, boys and girls? If not, that's okay. Um, but we'll do that in just a moment. Okay, there you go. The uh, folks, in uh, let's uh, start first before we go into the AEW bit because we do have video. Uh, CMLL, Consejo Mundial de Lucha Libre, has announced that Dragon Lee and new Ring of Honor World Champion Rush have been released from the promotion. The company released the following statement on Twitter. CMLL has been forged by some of the greatest figures in Lucha Libre throughout 86 years, characterized by its discipline and seriousness. That is why it is announced that starting now, Rush and Dragon Lee are no longer part of our company for not complying with committing to programming and other guidelines. Now, Dragon Lee competed at PWG's BOLA tournament, which is reportedly the reason he was fired, as he was told not to, by the uh, CMLL. Uh, Rush, who was mentioned, defeated Matt Tavern for the W for the ROH World Title at Death Before Dishonor last night. Posted the following video, saying he's now an independent wrestler. Wow. And there we are. And uh, we do have uh, that report on the, uh, and this is courtesy of WrestleTalk. We, uh, hi there, how you doing? Uh, we do have that report available if we can get to it, boys. Come on, it is video report, courtesy of WrestleTalk. And uh, if we can do it, uh, guys, quickly, quickly, quickly. Uh, thank you. Uh, there is a major setback. We're going to find the uh, we're going to find the little doodot for you. It is uh, courtesy of, uh, as we said, Wrestle Talk. Give us a Future future here. Come on, guys. Give me a little brochette here. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's see. Do we have a... Uh, do we have a scripted about it, please, boys? I think we do. Ah, there we are. Hi, how are you? Okay. Um, there we are. NXT has been having has been very fun the last two weeks since moving to the USA Network, but it's next Wednesday's episode that really matters because the prologue is going to be over. And the Wednesday Night Wars truly begin with NXT going a full two hours on USA up against the first ever episode of AEW uh, Dynamite Live on TNT. Now, 
All Elite Wrestling have continued to load up their real season premiere by adding the match that was supposed to happen back at May's Double or Nothing show, Hangman Page versus Pack. This joins the debut episode's other big matches of Nyla Rose versus Rio to crown the first ever AEW Women's Champion, and the elite of Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks taking on Chris Jericho and two multi-time WWE champions vacant. Uh, CMW, uh, CMW, CM Punk to AEW, supposedly not, might not happen, might, you never know. Unfortunately, though, after a year to get ready, AEW's launch on, uh, hold on here, on TV in Britain has suffered controversy this week. Firstly, from one half of that inaugural AEW Women's Championship match, Nyla Rose. As a transgender wrestler, Nyla is unfortunately subject to trolling comments online. It's difficult to always turn the other cheek to such hateful comments, but in an incident this week, she reacted by essentially making fun of pedophilia. Replying to a troll in a since-deleted tweet, Aw, you want attention, hon? What's wrong, baby? Mommy not hug you enough? Did daddy mouth touch you in the no-no place? Sinky to the troll's level isn't the best look for AEW, and Nyla quickly treated an apology for not considering um, the people that it could affect and hurt with the caption, my constant goal is to be better than I was the day before. Today's no exception. But most concerning ahead of their big TV launch is how AEW Dynamite will air in their second biggest market. A large part of Tony Khan's master plan for AEW is to focus on the U- on the UK fan base, which is traditionally WWE's second biggest market after the US. This took the form in a pay-per-view deal with ITV where AEW events have been available on their box office service this year. As a result, it was assured, assumed Dynamite would eventually end up on one of the ITV channels as a free-to-air show in the UK. That that is what happened but not in the way anyone would want it to. Just a week week away from the show's debut, which is cutting it very fine and implies negotiations have gone up to almost the last minute, ITV announced ITV's the show brand new weekly wrestling show, AEW Dynamite, on free-to-air television from next month. The run will start with a full two-hour show on ITV4, Sunday, 6 October at 8.20, followed by a one-hour highlight program on ITV on Monday, 7 October, 11.45 p.m. Fans reacted furiously to the news, calling it disgusting that the U.K. will have to wait four days after it airs in the U.S., pointing out AEW will now have a worse time slot than MLW and Impact, and that most people will just watch it illegally, of course. And it's even more problematic considering Cody Rhodes said that this week that Dynamite will be TV-14 rated, implying the first and only full-length UK broadcast will be heavily censored as it goes out at 8.20 a.m. on a Sunday morning. And with AEW pay-per-views happening on Saturdays, it also means the UK won't get to go home show until after the pay-per-view is aired. A follow-up tweet from ITV hinted that the schedule could be revised following November 9th's Full Gear show, again implying this deal was a rush job to get Dynamite a deal before it debuted in the States, which led Tony Khan to make another announcement. 
We'll work together to ensure there will always be free to, a free-to-air broadcast of the most recent episode of AEW Dynamite before Saturday pay-per-views, including Full Gear. We'll also be announcing a live viewing solution for the UK and many other countries where great AEW fans. Thank you. That uh, supposed live viewing solution for the UK comes in the form of in the form of their international pay-per-view provider, Fight TV who have announced a new AEW Plus global subscription, which lets fans in the U.K., Australia, Japan, Ireland, Italy, Spain, the Middle East, Chile, and Brazil watch Dynamite Live as it airs in the U.S. and replay access after. The bastion of true journalism for pro wrestling fans, Dave Meltzer, has since revealed on Wrestling Observer Radio that the ITV deal has changed considerably in just the last few days. Take the following with a grain of Morton's. I was getting stuff from people in the advertising community in the UK saying the deal is done. It was going to be airing three times a week and it was going to be live on Wednesday, Friday night, Wednesday, Friday night in a good time slot and Sunday morning time slot. Apparently, the reason live Wednesday night broadcast was scrapped because TNT and ITV4 cannot come to an agreement on how to handle the commercials as advertising laws are stricter in the U.K. with the regulatory body Ofcom only allowing 12 minutes of commercials an hour as opposed to TNT's planned 16. Funnily enough, there used to be uh, one job, taking live U.S. sports broadcasts and making sure they adhere to Ofcom regulations, which is an easy fix of running extra channel promos and filler content that doesn't count towards the 12-minute limit. So the author personally didn't buy into that reason and also doesn't explain why the planned Friday night AEW slot was dropped too. While international TV deals of this magnitude are difficult, very difficult to pull off, and AEW have found an online fix with the Fight TV subscription, this can be considered a significant setback to the promotion's global strategy. A big part was... uh, Uh, introducing new casual wrestling fans in the U.K. to their product, whereas now that reach will be severely limited and mostly targeted targeted at their existing fans online. Let's hope, and it's a big hope, that uh, it's just a short-term fix that will have uh, better, thank you, uh, consider this setback. Uh, let's see. Yeah. While there is even a setback, big part of this was in the casual fans. The UK tour product would now, whereas now that reach will be severely limited, mostly targeted at their existing fans online. Hopefully, this is just a short term fix. I'll have better scheduling after full gear pay per view. Has there really been a backstage clash between Paul Heyman and SmackDown over Bray Wyatt's The Fiend? Ooh. And uh, SmackDown Live, uh, uh, the l- review of the last ever USA Network episode, you can um, find that out on um, on the uh, WrestleTalk YouTube channel. But apparently, Fox is now wanting The Fiend on SmackDown. So, folks, 
things are kind of moving at a uh, snail's pace on both ends, WWE and AEW. And don't forget, uh, we will somehow, someway, uh, give you a report on how AEW did, how both wrestling uh, programs did on Wednesday night on the L2C Sports Final at 11 p.m. Wednesday. Speaking of which, on the other side of the uh, uh, on the other side of the coin, don't forget. Uh, let's see. <laughs> don't forget, folks. Uh, for you anime fans out there, uh, October third is fast approaching, and let me just. Uh, Let's see. Do I have the listing here? Uh, yada, yada, yada. Let's see. Uh, come on. Give me something here. Uh, October 28th. Don't have the other list. Okay. Uh, yeah, as you know, October 3rd is coming up. That is the deadline for... Uh, both sides in the controversy that continues to uh, meet with the arbiter and see if they cannot uh, come up with a solution to end the madness. And remember, if they can't do that by uh, October 3rd, the judge will say a few words on the next day. We will cover this and bring it to you on the Friday show, uh, Last Call Cafe. Just as a little little news blurb with Franklin Pangborn, about two seconds. Now, uh, finally, everything is back to working order. Okay, we got about five minutes left. Um, let's... Uh, uh, let's just say this. Um, merger between uh, Funimation and Aniplex is uh, going to include, of course, some layoffs and the rumored closing of the Flower Mound, Texas studios of uh, Funimation as they all move to either the either New York or to California as they become officially united at as uh, Sony uh, Entertainment Animation. Good luck to us all. And we are uh, we're at that moment. Uh, let's see. By the way, the Total Divas premiere has been changed. Um, let's see. Yeah, it's been changed, all right. We're trying to find out to what, so give us a moment here. Uh, WWE will be back in Saudi Arabia for uh, WWE Crown Jewels. Uh, Total Divas will uh, debut Tuesday, October 1st, 10 p.m. on E, as opposed to the previously announced um, um Wednesday, October 12th. And the WWE Crown Jewel 
that they have in Saudi Arabia is set to have wrestling royalty up here. Ooh. Let's uh, find that out uh, very quickly, guys, because we are running into the power of... uh, of um, our time, our time limit here, and we want to get to the crown jewel story, boys. Crown jewel story. Come on, crown jewel story. Oh. Okay, apparently we're not going to have the crown jewel story on this edition. We'll try to have it on. Uh, our Block Talk Radio Show on Friday. Brain? Let's go and do it, buddy. Okay. Uh, for the brain, who must be in the... Uh, the brain. Can you not hear? What? And it. Okay, we're done. We'll see you Friday night, 11.30, for uh, Last Call Cafe. Back here again for an even more stranger edition of the WrestleMania Hut. Who knows who will be appearing? Maybe someone with a Steve Weiser or two. Until then, he's the brain, I'm the backsman, and here's the lady who needs no And here's the lady that needs no introduction. And she says the following. And she says the following. Hit the button. I've hit the button. Come on, hit the button. Yes, I've hit the button. End the episode now. Come on. End the freaking episode. End episode. Come on. I don't even have the... Oh, good. Ten seconds. Let's see if we can finally get something done here. Come on, boys. Oh, great. Oh great! My motor, my Firefox is having a poo fit. I say we just hang up. We'll see you, folks. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, 
cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.